Hi, welcome to Hot Topics Live, the show, the podcast. And today we have an amazing guest. He is going to talk about all sorts of very cool things like manifesting your best life and just mindset and energy and intuition. We're going to talk about his book. I got really excited. I forgot to do my normal intro. (laughs) I'm Kia. (laughs) You don't know me by now. I'm Kia Baker. I am the creator and host of the Female Veterans Podcast and a little show called Woman Warrior Stories for the Veterans Channel um, that is pending. It's coming out soon, hopefully. And um, I am also a success coach at London Real Academy, and I do my own personal coaching as well to help people achieve their goals. And with me, next to me today, is my beautiful, magical, and sensational guest co-host, Diana Lanos of I Induce the Real Estate. Hi, sweetie. Hello, Kia. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm so glad to be here again with you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. We're going to have fun today with Taff. Yes, uh, it seems like a very like elevated spiritual being, and I always appreciate these opportunities of like hanging out with um, knowledge, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So if you enjoy hanging out with knowledge, you are gonna be a thousand percent wild by Taff <laughs> because he is such a young king. He has so much knowledge, and he's super intuitive, which I love. And um, and he just has created such a good life for himself so early in life that he's just got to share that information with people to inspire them at any age that you can be living your best life. You just ride that wave and he's going to teach us how and we're going to talk all about that and catch up with him because he's been on Hot Topics before twice. (laughs) And so if you haven't seen those episodes, you have to go to my Hot Topics Live Facebook page and scroll through the episodes and find Taff Wisdom. And you can see his other two episodes. We've been sort of following along his journey because, you know, he's one of my babies. He's one of my students Mm -hmm. from London Real Academy and watching him succeed is like such a gift. So I know you're going to love this episode, Diana. Yeah, completely. Honey, what have you been up to? Well, I'm back here in Nevada City, like enjoying this nature all around. Hi, Jorge. Hi, sweetie. Uh, Hi. Thanks for tuning in. (laughs) And it's amazing. Like the weather right now, like there has been like two like cold days and now it's a little bit warm again but it's super enjoyable like now in mexico city is like raining like the whole summer we get so much rain and it's beautiful also but it's it doesn't really feel like summer it feels more like a winter (laughs) oh girl it rains here all winter long so i really get that (laughs) yeah i would hate it yes uh, but yeah, let's enjoy everything. So that's what I'm doing, like uplifting my mind. Uh, everybody's talking about these like COVID, um, how do you call it? Like when it starts popping like COVID in town and I'm oh. just like, no, I know everything is our thoughts and everything's, you know, like how we build our abilities. And I just passed through this cold, like 
one week ago and I was like completely liking to like just raising my energy and like just my thoughts and elevating and everything went super good it was like one day and then I had nothing so I know we can just do it better every time let's practice yeah so you're talking about so you essentially uh healed yourself from your cold by elevating your way of thinking yes of course I always go um to to know acknowledge what I really am which is uh life and what that means is like we've got all the abilities uh to actually like solve our problems so I just like go directly to the root of that habit of thought that's creating what I'm I'm expressing in my body and then from there I just like supply my mind with the right thoughts so if I'm life it means i'm god it means i'm invisible it means i'm indivisible it means like i'm inseparable from good it means like i'm immortal i'm capable i'm you know like all these things that we are and so i just keep remembering 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 and i stand up from the bed and i'm like i'm not you know i just act that's what's acting um that that what uh, acting is for real you know like just to feel good you know so you got like to just like act, you're good. And then I did it. Like in the night, I was like 98% better. And my father was like, how did you do that? <laughs> well, you know what they say, the power of your belief is really, really, really strong. And if you, if you have such a strong belief, then you can, you can manifest pretty much anything. You can heal yourself. I mean, we all love like Dr. Joe Dispenza and all this epigenetics and, um, and Dr. Greg Braden and all of that. So we know that it is possible. They're proving it with the science. Um, so it's always wonderful to me to see someone embodying that and to share their experience, you know, for other people. Yeah, and actually it's it, there's a difference in between the belief and the real knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, which is like the truth is like completely unmutable. The belief is something that we not the with a ve in the end but with an f belief Belief. like it's just something that will change eventually with you know with our thoughts or whatever right our beliefs change yeah but when you go back to truth when you go back to that space where nothing like can really affect you because your cause and your effect that's Mm -hmm. the real place where like you know like everything can go out and like it can really like not come back and that's the power of love right like for me and it's not a philosophical discussion but it's more of a a practice i um that we have to do every moment it's not easy to let go uh, our mistakes because we're sometimes attached and we feel protected by them and sometimes it's really nice to be just in bed laying down everybody's <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's so wonderful. It's like, okay, I'm going to hang out by myself. <laughs> but I'm cool, you know? <laughs> I think like a lot of times we as moms, we don't have the luxury of being sick like that, like with everyone pampering us. You know, at least it was like that for me and it has yes, been like for that too. for me. It's like when I'm sick, and this is how <laughs> I know, um, when I'm sick, a lot of times I have to keep going. I have to keep yes. moving. And yes, that's the um, power of moms. <laughs> yeah, my kids, they still want to eat. 
I don't care if I'm in bed sick. (laughs) No, you feel sick. Mommy, I want something to eat. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I gotta have a teenager now that he can help out. Does he? Sometimes, but like, (laughs) but like, but like, um, but yeah, I mean, I feel that. And it's really, you know, it's like what you said, where you get yourself up and you just keep going. And that's, I think, what oftentimes shortens my illnesses is that I just push myself through. I mean, there are times where I'm just like, okay, I, my body, I can't get past the feeling. So your your mind has to be strong enough to get past the feeling of that illness, of feeling that miserable. And then if your mind, <laughs> if you can't have the strength of focus of your mind to push past how your body's feeling, then you're gonna stay in bed, <laughs> right? Yeah. And there are those and moments. There's this little secret there, like if you tweak that little thought there, like because your body actually cannot feel what what is like perceiving as you were feeling is your mind, like not the brain, but the mind, like your your whole being, right? The divine mind, right? So that's what's really guiding. And so then when you actually acknowledge that's the truth, you have to repeat to yourself, you have to know and feel that that is truth, as you you called it, uh, belief. But it's like just you you empower those feelings and you take them to the right thought. And then when they're aligned, that's where love is actually born. And that's where you just express light and you express health and you express abundance and happiness. <laughs> what a beautiful explanation, Diana. Thank you for sharing that. And you know what? We are talking about some stuff that I know that Taff is probably like, oh my God, I got input <laughs> on all of that. So what I'm gonna do is I'm He's gonna like, bring talk. him. I'm gonna bring him in. So um, you heard me talk about him before, and this is Taff Wisdom. He is a a guest that we've had repeatedly because he's so amazing and we just love to hear him share his knowledge. And um, he's written a book. Uh, this is the second one and he's a part of. And I think this is the first one he did himself. So we'll clarify that completely. And, um, and we'll go from there and find out how he can help us to live our best life by riding the wave and flying out of hell. Right. So if you're in hell right now, you feel like your life is hell right now. This episode is for you. Stay tuned. I am bringing in my boy right now. Oh, (laughs) that was an amazing question. It's been such a long time. And, you know, oh, wow. I'm blowing out. You see how all of you have been growing. And how everyone's been just going through the transitional experiences, you know, like riding the wave, like you put it. Like going through every aspect of life as it comes to you, you know, like the tides, you know, they come in in the ocean and then you know they go out. It is part of life, and I think I heard, you know, a little bit something about attachment, and you know, those are some of the things I was really excited to talk about. But you know, thank you to for bringing me into the conversation. Uh, it was exciting, and <laughs> you know, to continue this, no grow from there. Man. Oh, awesome, awesome! So well, before we, we will we kick into it, I want to find yeah. out uh, where you are and what time it is now. Okay, so now, so I'm in Northampton, England, right now, um, and uh, it's around eight twenty-five p.m. 
where I'm at. Um, it's too bright outside, so it still looks like probably around four. Um, yeah, it gets dark late in summertime. It gets dark around like nine, which is pretty good because I get to do quite a lot. <laughs> and I hate you I talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get to do quite a lot. Those summer hours, <laughs> I love it. Diana, where are you now? Because I know you're sometimes in Mexico City and sometimes not. So where are you? Yes, right now I'm in Nevada City and it's 12.26 in the afternoon. Super sunny today, some clouds, but not really affecting anything. So beautiful. Oh, that sounds lovely. I am um, just north of Portland, Oregon. It's also 1226 by me here on the West Coast and of the United States. And uh, and it's beautiful and sunny and it has been. And it's typically like that here in the summer. So it rains all winter and part of the fall and part of the spring. <laughs> it rains so much, but the summers are so gorgeous. That is why I stay here. It's amazing. So, England is uh, different. England is yeah. different. It's not like that. England is more like it's a it's a constant roller coaster. I would say. I think I think that's probably where where I was inspired with the whole idea of riding the wave because it it rains crazy, and then it probably snows in summer. There was hailstorm, and then you get like some days where it's like it's like thirty two degrees, and then everyone doesn't even want the sun anymore. It's just crying for rain, because because like there, there's there's so much diversity here, like crazy amount of diversity so you got people like me who like the sun so in winter you got times where it's sunny but then it's cold you know what i mean like it, it's the sun's out but it's cold and then you got some people who are not really used to the sun like that and they really like that winter vibe and some people who know england for you know english movies expect winter to be snowy so we have a little bit of hailstorm because of global warming so we have hailstorm in winter where we don't really have like full you know we don't, we're not fully satisfied. Like we don't really like the snow, but we're comfortable with the rain. But we, do you know what I mean? So we rather have those. It's like that here. When it snows, <laughs> everything shuts down. But, but, but rain is, you know, it rains so much. Yeah, like our winter is a lot like it is in London. And yeah. so it rains so much here that, but when snow happens in wintertime and it doesn't snow a lot, everything shuts down. Like it's, like I lived in Chicago for years. And wow. snow stopped nothing. So it's really unusual for me to be here. And then it snows like three feet and all the schools are closed and no one's on yeah. the roads. And yeah, it's crazy. yeah, yeah. No, it used, to, it used to be like that here. I remember when I first moved to England in 2010, um, there was like crazy amounts of snow. Now I really got to enjoy the snow, I can't lie. But then 2011, there was like a heat wave that came and snow never came. And since then, it just comes like, it's like when you get snow, it's kind of like in the fridge. You know, like when you got snow in the fridge that you can see it, like, you know, it snowed, but it's not really snow. You can still go around with your day, but, you know, yeah, it's, not, it's not really that bad. Yeah, it's not really like, I think the main thing that I think that affects England that much is usually rains from what I've noticed now so far. Like, let's say if it rains and then there's like floods or if there's like a big storm and then there's like floods, that's usually the, you know, the main, the main thing. You know that comes into England and rain mostly rain. It's like it rained sunny like today. It rained like on and off pretty much the whole day. Uh, so it would rain to stop, to rain to stop. But it's quite hot though, <laughs> so it's not cold. So that's pretty. That's pretty. Right. That's good. Yeah, I can take hot rain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think like 
last week, the whole of last week, there was no rain and I was loving it. I think my skin was glowing. My skin was just, was just like, you know, uh, where have you been? And then obviously like, but a lot of people and a lot of my friends were just complaining that they're not used to this heat and they just want to have rain again or something. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Can, can, you, can you imagine? Can you, I, I was quite disappointed to say, I, can't, I couldn't believe these are my friends. I really do myself like, I can't believe Then they pay, you they, they pay to go to Ibiza to have some sunshine. <laughs> and and, and here's, the, here's the crazy thing. There are so many nice places in England. But because it is England and no one ever assumes there's anything nice when you live in England, you never really go, you never really explore England. But there are actually a lot of people that actually come to England because it is England. Do you know what I mean? Is it actually? Oh, yeah. I place? did. <laughs> I, did. Yeah. I, did. I, mean? I love it. I think it's amazing. But, but, I did. It's like, it's like that idea of like attachment, like you were saying, like, no, you know, we live in a. In a, in a space-time continuum, I always hear that a lot, but I never really understood it until I kind of experienced it. Where, in a sense of, you know, I, I spin in the sense of, you know, we are time ourselves, right? You know, in like when when everything is uni is unity, you know, we won't understand mm -hmm. our unity in time, like right now. You know, what I mean, you the mm -hmm. first thing you did yes. was, you know, what time is it? Well, you know, what I mean, so we can establish our unity in time. So that's that's where everything first starts. And then obviously from that unity in time, we begin to move and that movement creates space. And that space, a lot of people aren't happy with that space because it creates uh, the illusion of separation from the unity. But we are still, do you know what I mean? So that illusion yeah. of, of separation is what then begins to create, you know, uh, the space time as the 3D reality. And then obviously from the 3D reality, when you actually realize, actually, you know what, I'm actually, in a, I'm actually moving in time and you actually time, then you then begin to see what's happening in time. And then also as you see what's happening in time, you begin to create in time, you begin to experience in time, you begin to know in time, you know, you know, all, all, you know, you know what I mean, all of those things rather than just be space in time. And it's been a, a revelation for me, you know, like to understand the different dimensions that they, exp they explained from someone's perspective. I think the, the greatest book that, I, that I've read that, that did it for me was Maps of Meaning by Jordan B. Peterson. I think he's one of the kings in, the, in this. In this, he's really, he's really taking it to a whole new level, especially about, you know, creating the self and actually acknowledging the self for what it is. Because mm -hmm. if the self is time, the self can only be understood in time presently because of this time, rather than the time that's just gone past because that's no longer the self. You know what I mean? In terms of how you understand the self. So, you know, I think you, I heard you talking about, you know, being sick and all mm. of those things. You know, we all go through it, but it is sometimes I read, you know, I think it was um, uh, either, um, what's his name? Um, Bruce Lipton or George Spencer were talking about it, like a, like a, dis, like a disease, like a dis-ease of the mind, like a dis-ease of the body where it's not at ease, like things aren't flowing, you know, like the tides aren't going as they should. So there's something that's blocking it. That's, that, that's causing that illusion of separation. So the only thing that you have to do is find that unity again with the self. Mm -hmm. But then what in what I got from Jordan B. Peterson's book, Maps of Meaning, was, you know, like how we create maps of meaning is in the heart. You know, like because like, I heard you talking about the heart and everyone is always talking about love. And how does that happen? And I realized, you know, it was such a such a magnificent experience. And I realized uh, it was in... Like when you look in Genesis, right? See, this is like a, you see, I'm talking about my, my my first book now. 
in Genesis, what I realized is in the beginning, there was really nothing at all. And then God said, you know, and then from that point, <laughs> from that point, right, do you begin to understand everything else? That's the Old Testament. In the New Testament, the same verse is repeated also about the beginning, but by John. But in the beginning, it is the word because God said, does it make sense? So that ability to speak, to say things, to make, to formulate speech is what begins to 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 produce meaning of things, right? What, what, what is this? You know, I'm telling you, my name is Dylan or my name is Taf. I'm speaking and I'm, I'm helping you gain meaning of, of something that wasn't before, now becoming something that is. So when I begin to understand that, I'm like, oh, that is very interesting. And then every time when you're about to say anything, about to do anything, everyone always says, speak from the heart. So if, if, if you're speaking from the heart, and that means that's where everything you're going to speak from or do, if you're doing it from the heart, that means in the beginning of it all, it says in the heart, but in the heart, it only can become with the word. They're like, oh, okay. So that means the heart is then connected to the voice, which is the voice we then connect to everything that is. So if the voice is everything that is, that means unity of everything that is, is in the voice and the voice is found in the heart. So that's interesting. That is very interesting. Like, okay, so we'll go with that. So when you come with the heart now, what you've got is you've got your the formulation of your bones, you've got your cells, you've got your veins, which transport uh, blood to every aspect of your body for you to, to have motor movement to actually move, like you're saying, you when you act. So remember, you've got the thought, which is the the voice, which is the thought, which is in the heart. So now you're trying to act, trying to you know, make that movement. So you've got the blood flowing, the blood contains everything that you need. It goes everywhere you want it to go. You know, your legs start to walk, you know, you start to, to get ideas, you start to do things, right? But in the act of doing, they say, you know, it's in the brain because your brain controls the motor system and the nervous system. So when you get into the nervous system, now you now start thinking about chakras, right? Because you know the brain, you go, you know, you start getting you start getting you gain technical with it. It's no longer nothing because once you get them the once you start in the heart, it doesn't matter because now you're creating maps of meaning as with every blood flow and every heartbeat and everything that you're doing is creating that meaning from the beginning as it was. You're making it so through the things that you say and to the things that you go through. So that's what you know, riding the wave is all about the wave being the flow of blood, you know, as things are, as things go. And obviously flying high out of hell, hell being that idea and the illusion of separation in the understanding that hell is separate from heaven. When in reality, Lucifer, who, who is in understanding the commander of hell is just there because of God who created it all. Yeah, completely. God being that consciousness that is aware of of that state of mind which is called hell right exactly exactly <laughs> exactly, exactly and exactly. what what would be the meaning that you would give to the word time 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 is more like everything you know in, in my understanding like time in the way that like time is um the the beginning of experience Right, because remember the thought and the, the experience is found in action. Does that make sense? I think I think I think that's your, that's your question. The the experience is found in action. So when you begin to to move and creating space, you 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 give yourself the ability to, or to be observant, to observe, right? 
So when you begin to observe, it means you can begin to see and then you have a measurement and that way to measure, it means you can begin to, to have the ability to evolve, transcend and go above. So, but then you can only do that when, if your time, that means you're, you're, you're at the beginning point and you're everything. And obviously now you measure yourself as in like age, where you've come from, where you're going, where you want to be in the future. So it's like um, a way in which you can sum up your entire being, right? Mm -hmm. Which is also in the, in this, in the, with what you've just said, also been inspired to remember that, you know, time is money. And they also, they also measure your worth as a being through your, your wealth. <laughs> mm. which is money mm -hmm. which is your time which is you know um all of that so time will be like your your essence yeah exactly i i completely agree i i just feel like for me time is now right yeah, like, yeah. time is also related to or we related like to to actually god in life because it's that determination of what's mine you know and in the quotes of the of the letters of the word time yeah. it's like that the T and the M, which is like mom, you know, like mine, oh. like you. <laughs> and that, yeah, and that is super that. impressive because, like, yeah, the actually the only the only time that actually exists is now where we can heal everything. And that you talked about like money and wealth, and I feel the moment we're in in the actual time, meaning actual like the real time, like the God essence and that consciousness that awareness that's where everything like actually supplies itself as life does right like it self-sustains yeah. itself yeah yeah, yeah definitely wow yeah. 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 And i just definitely. feel like um time is well time is a man-made construct it's kind of an illusion <laughs> but it's also the most valuable thing that we have more than money because it's it's the thing that's finite right at least in this lifetime so then we have to maximize every moment and be present in every every present moment every now so when you said time is now diana i i really vibe with that because i'm like it's now it's now it's now you just have to be present and live in these moments and really experience them with the most love and the most um just energy and and magic that you can infuse every present yeah. moment with yeah. and that's yeah. one of the ways that you free your mind from this thought of hell right exactly. and exactly. make each moment that you're experiencing as beautiful as possible and therefore you create sort of a heaven on earth for yourself and what what is, what is, what is hell then right even if you can be in the worst circumstances Right. My family started in the projects and the public housing in Philadelphia. That is not an easy way to begin. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can rise up out of the conditions of your surroundings if you have that mindset to make each present moment, each now beautiful mm. and amazing. So I think time is such an important topic. And I'm really glad so. that you guys brought it up. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't agree. know uh, what what you think, Jeff. But you know, there's something important there uh, that I see that the now is actually eternal. So mm -hmm. it wouldn't be exactly part of the illusion because, like, the illusion is that like conception that we give to time, mm -hmm. which can be like past tense or can be like future. But actually, 
every time we're conceiving that 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 different like time lapse, we're conceiving it now. So as you just said, like it's continuous, it, like the now it's always there, you know, like mm -hmm. the now, even if we are sleepeth, like if we are thinking that we're death, mm -hmm. our consciousness keeps moving forward in the now. Mm -hmm. And that is amazing. Yeah. Like it, it's a, like a never-ending uh, story, kind of. What do you think? Exactly. Okay, mm, I, I was thinking the same as well. Because, like, for me, um, you know, I have a, I think one of the first chapters in my new book. Um, so my new book is called The Mindful Lave. Uh, it's all about you know riding the wave and you know flying high out of consciousness. So the idea of riding the wave. So I got the I got the inspiration from a, from a caterpillar. Because essentially what caterpillars, the way they move is they move as if you know, they're riding, you know, they, they create a wave and they load, they're riding it and they're going with it. And their, their environment looks like it's hell because they always got to continue with, they got birds, they got people, they got they got everything just to not get at them. So I feel like they, they can experience that hell. And obviously as, to, as they begin to, the more they, they continue to grow, eventually they're going to a chrysalis and then from that chrysalis, they come out as butterflies with so many new, um, what's it called, evolutionary traits that they can use to also defend themselves from the, you know, the bears that used to eat them, but before, we know before and all the other different, you know, insects. You know, even people like, look at butterflies and like, oh, wow, look at that butterfly, don't kill it. But if it's a caterpillar, like, kill it. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's usually, it's that idea of, you know, like, changing perspective, right? Like the understanding of, you know, a chicken and an egg, you know, it's still the same thing from a different perspective, but also at the same time, like I just said, in time, they're also different in time. You know, like an egg is also a chicken in a different time, but a chicken is an egg in a different time, and a chicken is a chicken in the now when you're looking at it as a chicken. So it's one of those things where, like, that's that's what time does, and that's how I begin to understand time. So time, for me, how, how it came into being was, it helped me analyze symbolism a lot more, because I grew, I grew up in the Catholic church and in the Catholic community, symbolism is one of the, the major things that it's portrayed in the way that everything is. But it is portrayed, but it's never really, edu like, no, the education is, is rarely given unless you're willing to go deeper within yourself. Does that make sense? Because the whole, yeah. the whole essence of the Bible and the way that it's given, that the understanding is there, but you have to be willing to go in within yourself again the understanding because that's where God is within yourself so when you go within yourself and that 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 time of going within yourself you realize I'm actually not going anywhere you know <laughs> there's nowhere to go there's there's really nowhere to go it's just a dark void mm -hmm. with nothing but when you begin to to create to create mental images like say oh this is where I'm at or this is how I'm feeling or this is what it is you begin to create something you begin to cultivate things and you begin to experience a meditative state you begin to to know what it's like to meditate but before then there's just a dark void there, there really is nothing you know there really is nothing there so that's why i realized that the first thing that is formed obviously you know when they say is the heart and then is with it blood flow we've had we've met and with our meeting you're gonna you've given me some information and dan is also giving some information i already also have some information i'm gonna add it on to what i already have and I'm going to add it on as I keep going and create, keep creating meaning as I continue to go. So the, that, that process of creating meaning is where time comes into play. You know, the process of creating. Because without the time to even know what is, you wouldn't know what isn't, you know. And without even knowing mm -hmm. that there's something to know, 
they would know that there isn't anything to know. So what, what I realized was um, one of the, the major things is obviously they always talk about when we come into consciousness and they come into like I think spirituality in general, there is there is there's there's a certain battle that you always have to face because in most cases you're coming from a uh, I would say religious but you're coming from a different faith background in the sense of your parents believed this and then that's what they believed and that's where they came from and then because of that you're coming to something different but spirituality allows you to realize that you know what yes what my parents believed that's right that's right for them and also for me it was right at that time and it was, there was nothing wrong with it but right now with where I'm at that's not right because there's this and there's that and there's this and there's that and that doesn't make that right do you know what I mean? In this time. So it would then have to take you to then educate them back to say, no, this is what this is what's this is what's going on in this time. And then you bring them into your time. And then also like the way you get the information from above with from their experience from the past as well, which also with your future experience, as well as your future thoughts, and then you bring that in together as well. That creates like our understanding of the subconscious which is also like, you know, what unifies us all together from your own course, understanding of this is what's true. So then when you have your family, your friends, what you know, what you don't know, then you've got that subconscious mind, what you could potentially know, but you don't really know until you get into it. So obviously in the, in the process of getting into it, you're getting to your subconscious mind, not unconscious, subconscious. You're still conscious of it because you can still, you know, go to school and learn about it. You can still... Let me use the right word, remind yourself. Because remember, I use the word, you're constantly remembering. So you can always go to school to remind yourself. You can have a conversation with a friend to remind yourself. You can have, there's so many different ways to remind yourself of the truth within your subconscious mind. But you have to be conscious of your individuality first, you know, that everything starts here. And then obviously seeps out into everything else. Because without me having the willingness to speak with my family members, is it really there? Would I ever know if it's, if it's my subconscious mind, if I'm not really conscious of it? You know, like, do even if I have something which is subconscious, if you have no consciousness or the conscious understanding, do you even perceive what consciousness is? Do you know? So the because there are people that when you say consciousness, they don't know what you're talking about because they don't have the parameters to understand what consciousness actually is. You know, but then consciousness is then the what's called. I use the word the internet. Consciousness is like the internet. That is the uh, the way you know something that or that is already in existence. Um, there's no one who really owns it. But you know you can add to it. You can you can never really subtract from it because it's already there anyway. Because the moment you put something on the internet, even if you remove it from the internet, someone already got it and they can put it back on the internet. So it never really left the internet. Does that make sense? So as long as someone's already seen it, that means already it's now it's already there. So the process of observation is creation. So if I create something and you observe it, that means now it's there within your reality. So it's like uh, when we watch certain movies, and you know I remember. Um, that soldier boy song uh kiss me uh kiss you through the phone kiss me through the phone you know yes. that was way before face i don't know it <laughs> see see you see, you see what i mean it's not in your consciousness so to, to to say you know there was a time where people were singing about facetime before there was facetime it's not like a joke but there was a time when we were doing that but then now <laughs> you tell someone that it, do you know what i mean it is a reality now but then then it wasn't in that time it wasn't a reality in that time it was a thought but then through the certain actions and the certain ways in which people begin to add on to that, to that consciousness, to that understanding and that willingness to create that idea. Because everyone was so interested in it. That's why, that's why so, you know, we, so we, we add more to it. So I have a question. 
Yeah. I have a question before you keep going. <laughs> right. Okay. So what you're saying, yeah. just for clarity for anyone who is not um, that clear on this, is like one thought, for example, uh, the iPad, right? That began as a thought. And this person had this vision. And then he shared that vision with other people and each person added a part of their vision and their thought into the creation of this final thing that materialized in the world that started as a thought. And Is that clear? actually, <laughs> have, uh, maybe I can, I can help clear out this because like the thought, I mean, I, before I conceived thought, as I don't know, like the conclusion that you arrived to, and, and you're gonna tell me, Taff, that if if you agree with what I'm gonna say, but now after like all these, like practicing my own knowledge, like I've discovered, like thought is that capacity of associating ideas. This is what Taff was saying previously, right? Like we have information that we start associating and that's actually like the thought, the activity of mind, the activity of God, of life. So everything's born in thought because if you don't, let's say, if you don't have this idea that you're a body, you would never get thirsty because you would never think you know like and you would never stand up for a glass of water and you would never build all these cities and all these things and all these you know like it would be completely different like it would be like a completely different state of mind if our ideas were associated in a different way or the ideas were completely different right what do you think mm, completely completely i completely agree with you there like i think it is the that that is like no that is the wave obviously like waves coming and go so you know that is time time not coming waves You know, sometimes some waves, you know, some wave can, another wave can come, you know, one after another, you know, another wave can come and it's really, really, a really, really small wave that you can barely see a wave, but then it still came, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So there are things that happen, you know, like thoughts that really go on in your head and you just come like a small wave. You don't really pay attention to it. Came and go. Those things, they are, there is someone who then pick it up. And when then someone picks it up, you're, you're, it's because it's still within the same I think, I don't know, I think it's Bob Proctor where I got this concept from. Bob Proctor speaks about an ocean of motion, right? So within this idea of, a, of an ocean of motion, you're already like you were talking about thoughts. Thoughts are those waves that come in and go, like that help you to then realize that there is movement, there's something that's happening, you know, like brain activity, you know, everything that we understand, we understand in terms of waves. And the only way, yeah. the only thing that we can actually associate waves to is water. Yeah, from from for for me personally, I don't know what else I can I can naturally associate with waves with besides water. So when it comes to water, it, it has that 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 essence of limitlessness anyway. Like the wave, like you don't even know when it when it starts and when it's gonna end, and which one is the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Which one is a small wave and where yeah. where, where, where that's that's all. I and and, and it actually talking about symbolism that you were talking about uh, symbols. Yeah. Uh, water represents solving the problems and represents life. That's the ability of life, like solving. There you go. There you go. So, so for me, that's that's where the wave comes in. So, so for me, I realized water was a solution. So, because if you're if you're putting in, in that perspective, as in like understanding the wave of thought, does that make sense? So, water becomes mm -hmm. a solution. So, when water becomes a solution, and you're always working with symbolism based on the words you've just used, I'm just gonna add on a little bit. You get on the idea of baptism. 
right? So when you get into baptism, what you're essentially doing is you're actually unifying the intention of thought with the symbol of water, which is that life force, that, revital that revitalization, that renewal of mind, that, do, 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 you know, do, you know what I'm, do you know what I'm getting at? So as, as you get a bit further into, into actually, you know, writing, you know, actually realizing that there's a wave and then realizing actually, no, there's unity with the wave. I'm actually this wave, right? You're actually time. You now have to begin to move in time, which is completely different to actually just realizing in time. Because time is, you know, it's always going to be there. It's in the ocean. It's not going to go anywhere else besides in the ocean. It can extend itself out into the sun, but it should always be in the ocean. Does that make sense? So it's not going mm -hmm. anywhere else. So, but then the process mm -hmm. of then riding a wave is different to being the wave. You're you're mm -hmm. you're working with it, so you're not really doing much. But there's two things that are happening together at the same time in unity. Does it make sense? Your water is moving you, and you're not, and you're also moving with the water, and you're also moving the water. So you're all doing the same thing, working together within that. So that is then where action comes into play, and that is where the heartbeat comes into play because of the rhythm. Right, that rhythm creates gives that wave in like what's called um, an intention, like uh, uh, something precise. Does that make sense? Something like you know, like, with, like a heartbeat is precise. Like whereas waves in the ocean, there is no precision. There really isn't anything. It's just free flowing. But when you got the waves, you actually now begin to get rhythm. And then you got the heart in place. So this was to say heart mind coherence, which is why when they say. When you get baptized and you renew your mind, the next thing is then the acts of the apostles. That's where you go into actually the action, where you got faith without without what's called believe that action is dead because there isn't that coherence. There's still that separation, and where there's always separation, you always have to die in order to experience heaven or hell. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's always mm -hmm. that idea of death. Do you know what I mean? When you when you really mm -hmm. think about yeah. it, but when there's unity, it doesn't really matter. No one really thinks about heaven or hell because there's really no separation between the two. So that's that's how I began to understand it, and that's how I began to apply it in my own life. In the sense that when you when you when you get ideas within your mind, in in the Bible, you know, it is about the voicing of the idea because that is the light that come that guides you towards that understanding to observe and then be able to create those meanings, you know, to see what is the cause and what isn't. Because without that light, you will really know because everything just is found in that darkness, you know, in that void. There, there's uh there's uh kia if if i talk too much you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> just, you just, just me to show conversation <laughs> <laughs> why would i ever do that go girl okay so there, there was some like two two keywords that i want to talk about with you Taf. Mm -hmm. one is observation because for me observation is not just uh seeing or watching something but observing is also to um how i can say it's like contemplating it like admiring it but also i don't know the word in english uh like taking it like like becoming, making it yours becoming yeah, yeah. It. Okay. That, that's it that's yeah. that's that's that's, that, that's what observation is because i think okay. i was so excited when i was writing my book because it, it pushed me to to go further because My book was like an inspired action. It wasn't something that I was just gonna do. You know, it was something that I was, I felt like I was sent to do. You know, I had to do it. It wasn't like, I not like I had a choice in the matter. I had to do it and I had to do it in the way that it had to be done. And it, it was done in the way that it had to be done. It was it was done that way. So what I realized was in Genesis, you know, with Genesis 1, 
it talks about in the beginning, you know, the world was without form, the world, the world was for, you know, was formless. And then um, it says, and then the 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 what called the 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 image or the spirit of God uh, was hovering above the waters, or the waters were gazing at the image of God, or something like that. But there was an, a level of observation that that occurred within that poem, that within that moment, because yeah. it's like even the the the, the idea of even exp explaining it, you know, there had to be some form of observation that had to occur for that to happen. But then from that point of observation, what then happened is. God began to to create everything else. It is as is um, as it is explained that He then said, "Let there be light," and He saw that the light was God. He saw to observation, uh, and then He created another thing. So, so for me, what observation allowed me to realize is a process in which you can begin to to multiply, right? To to add on. That's what I would say. Because I remember, I think it was Great Braden. You touched on his work. I think it was one of the first people that really took my mind to a whole new level on the things I already. You know, believed. I uh, spoke about the divine matrix, and I was already a fan of the matrix anyway. So <laughs> then adding divine to it was like, oh my god, <laughs> this is it, this is it, this is it. So from the divine matrix, um, you know, you know, his knowledge and his understanding of everything that he had gone through, and how he used his his uh pre previous experience to exp uh, to explain, you know things that uh, we should know but we don't know but in the in in the way of and by saying you know you know while i was studying geology or is it geology no, it's not, it's, i think it was geography that he did i'm not too sure but i know he studied the land i know he studied the land okay. but, yeah, but, but by uh... doing that study by doing that study he was able to then remember all this spiritual truth but then for me what i realized was yes he's remember this spiritual truth but essentially with this spiritual truth what they're doing is they're explaining to you the things that they see in the way that they see them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. So now yes. we are seeing the same things differently, but we're still seeing the same things because obviously time, if, if, cause we remember with the waves, it, when the wave come in, if you're, if you're, if you're, what's the, if you're, um, what's called, let's say wave rider, that's what we'll call them. But I don't know what they're called. The surfer? Surfers, that's the one. When you're a surfer, there are certain waves that you can ride and there are certain waves that you can't ride just due to, to your perception and, under, and your understanding of that wave. So they can a massive wave can come in and you'll be like, nope, that's not it. Someone will be like, that's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> that's that gonna kill me. I'm not going on that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then someone will come like, no, don't go with it. And then they come in the ride, they find that bliss. They're like, no, I found God. And we're like, what do you mean you found God? That's hell. You know, they went into hell. And then obviously because of that perception, that <laughs> understanding, that the story that they're going to go and tell. And then depending on how many people are going to believe them and how many people add on to that story, that becomes a reality for somebody. You know what? I love, I love that story because you know at London Real we're all about resistance and and other people's perceptions can they project that onto you that can become your resistance so that so one person says that wave is hell it's going to kill you another person can say that was the most amazing experience i've ever had in my life i feel like i found god out of outside of myself <laughs> okay so like it, it's an amazing thing to recognize that the different perceptions can can have an effect on you and what you're gonna do what your action is gonna be if you allow that 
So it can manifest, other people's perceptions can manifest as resistance for you or create resistance for you from going for the things that bring you ultimate joy. Because after all, that's what we all should be doing, chasing our highest excitement and the things that give us joy in the present moment. So um, I loved that. Yeah, I completely agree with what you said as well. <laughs> because it goes with what Dan said about, you know, uh, like, you know, observation being, you know, seeing something and becoming it. So the way I remembered observation was through, you know, I think his name is um, Stefano De Matteis through this yeah. platform called Gaia. Uh, and then the first, yeah, I think I watched on Initiation. His, his, his <laughs> series called Initiation was amazing. If you haven't watched it, I recommend you watch that. Uh, initiation, mind-blowing, goes so much into detail about, um, you know, the old life, his memories from that old life. And, you know, by just Wonderful. hearing that story, it allowed me to actually realize that you can actually remember things from a different life. Because oh, I think yeah. the, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the crazy thing was, you know, um, in observation, for example, uh, there was one part that we wrote in my book, which really, like, I'm really inspired about it. It was, you know, it came from Muhammad Ali. And, you know, talking about perception again, he said, um, um, it is, it, it, you know, when changing your perception means realizing it is not the day that is crossing the road, rather it is the jungle that is crossing, it is the road that is crossing the jungle. And that's what he said, yeah. It is not the day that is crossing the, the road, but it's the road that is crossing the forest. Because realistically, we live in a forest and we build roads in the forest, but days already lived in the forest anyway. So does that make sense? So... <laughs> So is is that idea of no longer looking at you know is the the micro macro idea that you you look at things internally as in you know, the things within you know that is that maybe the micro you know within within you got a, a whole ecosystem that's it that's all that you know that exists within you you got viruses you got bacteria on a, on a, on a microscopic level but you also got your your heart your lungs your your intestines that's all another ecosystem that's working together that's one that's another micro level and then you you bring it out a little bit you got your hands you got your your chest you got your legs you got your feet you know you got all these aspects all working together interchangeably you bring up a bit you got you know your family you got your mom and dad and obviously you bring up a bit you got and then the more you bring it out then you got the you bring it up a little bit further you got the earth which is influenced by the sun the moon you bring it out a little bit you got you know but then also as you bring it out you expanding your your mind you expanding your consciousness of what's without you you know what i mean that begins that gives you understanding of you know the planets your sciences your uh, astrology also comes into that because it covers both the intrinsic and the you know what's also outside of you but also on a on a which is called divination because it's the unity of what is within and without to give you greater understanding of who you can be as as into who you are right now or as into who you were before we know where it's from the moment you were born who were you at the point of birth this is who you were at the point of birth and see so who you can become but right now because of who you were at the point of birth these are the likely things that you're going to face because of who you may likely become because you already understand the process of time already is right now it's just about how where are you observing it so in the point of observation you become it does that make sense so the process of becoming yeah. it so this is what i'm going to say how i remember light in form initiation was service to let's say like light in service so observation is light in you know light in service or service to the light in the sense that i realized the orb is really you know most people an orb a light and serve observe serve out of service doing something action so now when you get the light right when you get the light you always initiate the light bulb moment 
And then from the light bulb moment, you get an idea. But then the idea only comes into fruition when you act on it. So the process of acting on it, you're becoming that idea. So the process of becoming that idea, that's only where you can see it. Oh, <laughs> so sacred. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and so w when you talk about nothingness, because for me, there's these logical statement that I found out through my own experience also, which is like, mm. without the consciousness, which is the one that's observing, uh, there cannot be nothing. There cannot be void because it's the consciousness observing it. The, the, the void itself, for me, it doesn't really have, it's not life, right? It's like, it's just there for for the consciousness to observe but if there's no consciousness there's no void so okay, what then, do that, you mean when you call nothingness that's my no, question nothingness is is, is it comes uh, quite like the it, that's where the illusion of the that's where the illusion comes into play right that's, the void is the illusion right the, yeah that's what it's oh it would the be like the ignorance the right i'll say yeah, I'll say ignorance because ignorance is what allows us to then build knowledge. You're right. To, to ignorance is the void. So in the sense of in the in the nothingness, in, in the sense of you know when you know and the person even wanting to know already creates something. So there can't be nothing to not know. Does that make sense? Because if you're going to know nothing, you know something because that nothing is something. Does that make sense? So yes. you can't <laughs> yeah. So the so the, the void becomes the illusion which you that you have to give meaning to. Does that make sense? Yes. So yes. in the process of, in the process of meditation, you realize there's a void by realizing that void, by putting things into that void, by explaining what it could be and what it is and what it is not, you're giving meaning to it. You go like, okay, no, I think this is this. No, it may not no, I don't think it's that. It is that. No. Because as you as you keep going, you keep uh adding all to it. You, because you're still seeing something, you still know there's something there to add on to that nothing. That's why you you mm -hmm. you see nothing because you know there's something that is there, but there's really mm -hmm. not. There's an illusion that's making you an illusion being um, the space that will then allow you to move into. Does that make sense? Because mm -hmm. it, when you walk in and have, I have understood our bodies and ourselves, there's all there's already space in between ourselves anyway. There's already cells in between, you know, you know, we've got pores in between our, you know, in our skin. So that means that that's space there. So, but you can't see on, on this level until you go deeper and deeper into it. So that's already a space. And within that space, there are already things moving within that space, right? So in the same way, in this, that space that you have to move into, that is the illusion that we call, you know, time, the which is all, which ah. is everything. Yeah, which is the void. Yeah. Because without, because in the void, when you begin to, the void is where the process of observation comes into. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, to know that because we're talking about consciousness, remember. So in order for you to then begin to understand that there's a void, there's this nothingness. You've already generated consciousness, so something is already there. So and mm -hmm. you know, and also nothing isn't there until you generate that consciousness. So they're all happening interchangeably, the, which is that unity. But then the process of observing that unit, which is observation, something is being done. And the process of something being done is the creation of time. And the creation of time is the beginning of all. And the beginning of all is known as God, but it is all that same thing <laughs> in our understanding of it all. Nice. How did you come to all this knowledge? <laughs> um, I would say, 
I live in the void. I would say I live in the <laughs> void. I, I, I had a friend, um, she told me about this process of um, dark magic. And I was quite skeptical about dark magic, hearing about it, because I always thought about light magic. And then I then decided to do my own due diligence. And I found this book called um, History of the Witch or something like that, or The Way of the Witch. Or something. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was something he had witch in it. Uh, I read it and it kind of spoke about the how people perceive witchcraft. You know what I mean? Like the you know, like why yes. were people persecuted as witchcraft? Because you gotta keep in mind, I grew up in a situation where I understood that at one point being a Christian, you'll be crucified for being a Christian. And for being mm -hmm. um a Catholic, you're also crucified at one point you were crucified for being you were, you know, you were, you know, crucified for being a Catholic. So I know there's been times where people have been cru crucified for being who they are. But why is the reason why they're being crucified isn't always shared in the greatest detail for, for the majority of people to know, or depending on if you're willing to know or not. It's always different how that information is shared. So that book had its own history that it, that it kind of gave light on, on what was going on in the world at that time. And if the way that I even think about witchcraft and magic is science, you know, because I grew up as a scientist. I love science. And at the same time, I loved the supernatural. And I saw how the two work together and then how the two are the same in the sense that when you are, when you have an experiment, you have to create a hypothesis, which is your spell. You have to write your spell down, <laughs> how you're going to create your spell and how you're going to do it and how you're going to come make it come to fruition. What, what is your method? What ingredients do you need? Science, right? And that is, on some level, that is witchcraft. <laughs> that is witchcraft. Yeah. But it's all about... It's the and all religions. Science is magic. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. And on some levels, it also relates to miracles, but it's also like in which department is this magic being performed, right? And what's mm. the narrative based from the person who tells the, the truth from the narrator of this story, you know? Because mm -hmm. not even because sometimes my story, you may not understand my story if it's not told by me, because the person who's mm. telling you my story does not want you to understand the room does that make sense? So that's something you also have to come into understanding of yourself. And for me, that's something that I came to understanding of early. And because of that, that's, I believe, is the reason why I come into all this knowledge. Because I'm trying to get to know me, you know, the self, in the understanding that the self is all that can be perceived in consciousness, in the sense that I am consciousness. Because without the consciousness that I know myself to be, with what else would there be? Do you know what I mean? So it means what it, in the same way that, the way, the same way I, I get it, is when I'm having a conversation with someone and I tell them and I tell them something and they say you're lying. I mean, in that in their way of understanding, they already knew the real truth. With even I didn't have to tell them the truth; they already had it within them. So intrinsically, they already knew the truth because I already knew the truth and I knew that wasn't the truth. As I was telling it to them, do you know what I mean? So with yes. the, without that exchange, what else is there? So that exchange is why we then connect through the heart. And then you know we say we love each other because we're creating that that divine exchange, we're creating those meanings outside of ourselves. Does that make sense? Not yes. within, because yes. when you when you're always yeah. working within yourself, that is always the thought. Is always the the thought. It is not. But then when it becomes outside of you, it is more action because you have to become it. You have to see it. You have to become mm -hmm. tangible. You know. But then as so you were talking about mindset as well, you have to then create the two mindset. A growth mindset, which is always malleable, which is always, you know, constantly changing. And you've got a fixed mindset, which is something that you can see and then, you know, criticize 
and then change again because you can constantly always change. But you can only change something when you see what it is first. But it's constantly changing. You don't actually really know what it is. Like English weather. You know, I can't tell if it's summer or winter because it's constantly changing. <laughs> but you guys can say, you know, right now in the summer, it's so beautiful. But I can tell you, you know, I'm really enjoying it because, you know, schools are out. Clubs are all more open. Some people are not going out. So there's that energy that it is summer anyway. But it's, you can't really tell because of the weather. It has to be so... It's more of a man's mindset thing in England. Does it make sense? I think that's what it's been for me. It, 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 most of the things around here, I've realized it's more of a mindset thing. It's not necessarily about what's around you because what around you may be the worst, but your mindset. Because I remember there was a day when it was so hot. It was like really, really hot, but my grass was long. And I, cause I did my, I had given my friend my lawnmower more and they hadn't brought it back yet. So I couldn't do a barbecue because the grass was long. And I was like, but there's all this sun. Am I just going to let it go to waste? No, like, nah. See, I, I, you know, because my mindset was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this sun go to waste. I'm going to bring my speakers out. I'm going to blast the music into a little barbecue. Don't care about this long grass. You know, because that was my mindset. I even did it on a rainy day because that was my mindset. And I kind of, you know, I felt like, you know, I remember one day I went out. I danced in the rain. I really enjoyed that dance in the rain. There was no one there with me. It was just me in the rain. I really united myself with that rain. And when it was hot the last week, I was like, I danced in the rain. I deserve this heat. So when everyone else is complaining about the heat, I've already gone through the hell. Does that make sense? Because of that was my mindset. I was already, I was in the state of preparation because I know where I'm going to. I know where I'm going in the mindset of it's summer. Because although you can't tell it's summer because of the weather, we know it is summer. So I have to put myself in that mindset to say, what is summer like? What is summer going to be? What am I looking forward to for summer? And then obviously that is the consciousness, right? The mm -hmm. consciousness being, and then the subconscious being how we're going to put it together. I don't really know how we're going to put it together, but by just by telling you something, you're going to do something, and the something you're going to do is going to make it come to fruition through the words you're going to exchange, the words you're going to exchange being the faith, right? Because faith can only be understood to understanding the word, the word of who? The word of God, the word of God. Where does it come from? The heart. So when you do things that come from the heart and you're following your heart through the word that you speak and you practice what you preach, you begin to I have the understanding of bringing that unity in and you begin to realize, you know what? There's so much more that I don't know. So let me not even hold on to this little thing that I know because there's so much more. So when you get to that so much more, that begins to, to, to cultivate this idea that Kao Yang called the collective unconscious. Keep in mind, he says unconscious, not subconscious. He's still conscious, but he doesn't know it is conscious. And it is collectively. So everyone embodies this aspect where we don't know everything that we do know, but we know when we know, when we begin to create those maps of meaning. But we create those maps of meaning through our conversations, which is in the subconscious, and then we become conscious. So then we go back down. So the things I'm conscious of, I begin to go down again. So which means it's already done. And then that was created, that you, that, that, the, the trinity of the conscious and the things that you know, the things that we all know, and the things that we that we know, we don't know, right? We already know, but we know we don't know them. But there's a lot of things that we could potentially know. We don't say there's so much more to know if we did, if we thought we already knew everything. But we know there's something that I don't know right now that I could know. So you already know, you know, but you just need to remember it. Become yeah, conscious. Yeah, I was gonna say, you need to remember. <laughs> So the, the process of becoming conscious, that's when people say waking up from the unconscious mm -hmm. to becoming more conscious. So that process of becoming more conscious, you now operate and that's where time's meaning and time's, ex and time's understanding 
begins to change because because that's when you begin to understand that the things you didn't know you already knew but you just had to move in alignment to get to know them that movement into alignment just means moving from the collective unconscious into the subconscious into your conscious mind but how do you get to that process find the people within your subconscious mind as in within you know think about who do i know that could help me with this you know they know what you want to know but you don't know what it is that you want to know because you don't know it so it's just like <laughs> a factor in your in your life no that like a channel that that yeah exactly that other being it's like just one part of you reminding you what you what you forgot yeah. <laughs> I, i call that being tough because my, my given name is dylan so my given name is dylan and when i said dj the my, my first you know inspired name was tough or tafadwa and in shona which is you know one of the seven languages it is called we are pleased and for you know like we are happy everything is good and obviously we are pleased you know the understanding of heaven and all of that all is, all you know all is good so i liked i like i like tafadwa and then i changed it to tough but my given name dylan means uh, when i got excited about you know you know life i i you know i went on the internet search of what it did mean and then the meaning was son of the ocean born of the seas or son of the ocean born of the wave so for me it all just made sense you know from that point of being inspired as tough to realizing what dylan means and from being inspired as tough to becoming tough tough became a process of uh, connecting the dots right because tough was already mm -hmm. an inspiration anyway So because that was that was already what it was everything about me is all about just connecting the dots so tough is the embodiment of that highest thought is high as it could ever become because that is inspiration itself because tough is just means think act and fulfill in the in the most you know simplest way you know unifying the tr the trinity wow. of our thoughts actions and our feelings in the way that our thoughts becomes the consciousness that we understand the actions is the subconscious and the feeling is the collective unconscious in the way that you know what you're going to do and think about because of the feeling that you're hoping for or the feeling that you ever had even though you don't really know the feeling and the and obviously the feeling is what really connects things because the feeling is in the heart you know so the feeling connects things in the same way the heart is the voice of god that connects things and the word that we speak is the action so everything just becomes a constant ocean of motion you know as it is dylan you know son of the ocean you know born of the ocean you know uh, son of the ocean born of the ocean born of the seas or something like that so water and everything just began to kind of i think the code um what's that word where everything converged like a synchronicity you know there was like a this surge of synchronicity and i i i kind of like went for it and obviously like my dj name uh is dj smobretaf and when i started djing my when my friend was making like my dj tagline it became you're not riding the wave with dj smobretaf So that was that was oh. way 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 before I even knew the meaning of my name. So when I found out the meaning of my name and my DJ name being tough, which is really the inspiration, it's like it's a no-brainer. So it was like a proper <laughs> convergence, and I saw it, I you know observed it, I became it, and by by becoming the the convergence, I realized where everything was coming from. I became the meaning, you know what I mean. So now it's about sharing what that meaning is. Rather than trying to find meaning, so that's where you know they say when you live a purpose-led life, it means you've already found meaning. You're sharing that meaning, rather than where with people want to know, you know, with the meaning of that you're found, rather than you're find, trying to find meaning. Because trying to find meaning, you have to. It means you have to. You can only go within because you can't find meaning. You can only 
have meaning. You know, because if I if I give you if I give it if I give it to you and you don't believe it, is it still meaningful? You know what I mean? You can no, mean completely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, the feeling is not even born. Exactly. You guys, we are at one hour and seven minutes. So <laughs> as much as I'm loving this conversation and could probably hang out for another hour and listen, <laughs> um, we're gonna wrap up the show. <laughs> um, but before I do. What were you going to say, Diana? Uh, no, no, no. I was just going to add that, yeah, that feeling actually is like the conclusion that we arrive through thought. So like whenever we find that like certainty or that meaning in something, that's when the feeling's born. So that's how easy and simple you were talking about simplicity. And like, I love it because it's like, yeah, actually like life and God, it's not as complicated. I feel like we get complicated in the way we believe knowledge is i don't know in the matter in the in what we see what we experience with our senses but actually knowledge is very simple it's just acknowledging like the truth and the truth is because there is no like no more than truth it's just truth it's just the the, the all like unbreakable facts of life it's not the facts that like physical science could achieve because those are going to change through time but the love the forgiveness you know that's the real knowledge like the practice of all these like values that we actually were given inherently and that we value so little and then when we value them and we actually practice them like everything expresses like everything naturally like comes uh to our experience uh, with that feeling of certainty, right? The, of certainty of gratitude, I was gonna say. Yeah, good. I, th I think, like, I like even the way you say certainty first. I think that was a, that was a wave of inspiration for you, because I don't think you can't have you can't really have gratitude without certainty, and and I think that is that is, I think here you mentioned something on manifestation as well, and when it comes mm -hmm. to manifesting as well, I think like gratitude is key, because I think manifestation mm -hmm. is it's words that you know people are using you know these days you know i think like you know these are new you know new age theory they'll call them new age words that people are using in the understanding that new age being the new era the new understanding the new understanding being means that we've got new you know a new lens to to, to view like to view the world you know they never had the internet before so because they never had the internet before they couldn't see the world through the internet so now it's a whole new world with the internet for most of the people so now there's new words new terminology to 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 gratify that new connection and what that new world is is coming into is coming into being, but I think a lot of people uh, haven't found a way to in, to incorporate the the new world of the internet and the this this, this current world that we're living in now of of experience. But the world of the internet it also kind of helps you understand the world of the of the senses. No, not the senses. Sorry, of the mind because they always say your mindset is always key. So on also whenever we come to social media. It always comes to mindset, which gives you to your, mm -hmm. to your mental faculties and, you know, your reasoning ability, your memory ability. Like, do you remember what they did last time because you saw a video about it? You know, even, even saying, you know, we did something on the live. You can go back a few days ago and see it. That's a whole new mind. Whereas before, in our mind, you can't, if you can't remember something, there isn't an internet or a cloud you can go to to remind, to remind yourself. But the internet is like, it's kind of like the Akashic Records. I think from, from, from how I've understood it. That's what the, the internet kind of does and helps us. It's like everything about everyone is there. You know what I mean? All the information about anyone is there. 
anyone who's kind of creating an online account is there. You get to understand the subconscious a little bit more, what more is in the world. And that is what they were trying to do with the internet to create that synchronicity and another symbol of what could be out there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that, but, yeah. but then, but in a, in, a, in a tangible form, in the same way that we've got, you know, the study of tarot and the study of geneticism, which is also studying how you're going to become in your future and stuff like that, but in a different way. Amazing. I mean, what a beautiful explanation. And I just love to listen to you express. So um, it was an awesome time hanging out and listening to you share your knowledge. This one was really deep. So I'm gonna have to put some notes in this episode. Yeah, Not I have so everyone. many more questions. <laughs> this is really awesome. It is always amazing to share energy with you and connect with you tab i want to say are. thank you so much for being a guest today and why don't you tell everybody where they can find you you want to know more okay yeah so if you want to know more um so my main instagram page is the god cell which is um the god cell as in the god then cell as in telephone line but as in a cell is like also like you know an inside cell. Mm. Um so and then underscore. So the whole idea of it is obviously like a you know a more under, understanding of what life is all about. The code cell from the beginning, like the, the life force, you know what I mean? The minute. Mm. And then another another one where you can also find me as well is uh Snapchat. That's what also I'm also active on. Um and you do Snapchat because it gives memories where you can get the idea of what you've done the year before the previous year. Gives you an understanding whether you've grown or haven't grown. So I'm usually on Snapchat because mm -hmm. I'm always talking about growth. So Snapchat is small boy tough. So that's also my DJ name. If when I hear some mixes, some of my music as well is on there. Um I love music. Music is about you know inspiration. They call it out of your out of the muses. So that's is that that's right. uh which one? Did you see it? Oh, did it not come up? Hold on. Not yet. Didn't show? Okay, there it is. I, I think, think that's, yeah, I think that's it. Is that yeah, right? That's it. Okay, that's perfect. It. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's where I'm mainly on. Um, And then everything else, everything else that I do, Uh, if you go on my Instagram, you can also see my other businesses as well. That's including Tough Wisdom. That's also including, like, I also have merchandise. It's called The Mindful Ave, which is all about, you know, the expression of the mind. Um, You know, it's just about you know, a mind full of love, you know, which is the mindful lover, you know, in a sense. So it's all about mm -hmm. play on words, it's all about, you know, seeing things from all different perspectives. It's like in the sense of nothing always is what it seems. So that's the whole idea of the mindful lover, that you look at it and, but also through observation, if you have a, if you have a key, to, if you're keen on DL and you have good observational skills, you always see something outside of, you know, what is seen by everyone else. So that's what that's what I'm all about, and that's what I'll be sharing on my on my social platforms. Just reminding people that you know we already know all of this, but you know just, <laughs> just reminding you. Maybe you have to leave, but I I would like to make a last question if it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. What What's the changes you see, uh, humanities like taking what where is humanity going as you're seeing that's it? a great question oh that, that is one of the questions i ask myself most of the time i think we're going into a point where well you know you know they're always talking about that that convergence i never used to understand it but now i'm going to to, to gain what it is so what 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 evolving in the sense that we're now beginning to work a lot more with the environment 
and we're understanding so much more about our environment. And that understanding, there are so many different groups and categories of people that are coming that are now work with the environment in different ways. For example, right now with the thing with the vaccine, right? The vaccine, what essentially, from my understanding of what vaccines do, is they they help you, they, they, they give you uh, the disease itself so that you can fight it yourself. And the person of fighting yourself, you replicate or you you rebuild your 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 troops, your your soldier, right? You rebuild your troops. So the next time you're attacked by that disease, you can fight it better, right? That's my understanding of vaccines. But there are some people who innately can have a large army to just fight anything off. And now we're getting to a point where I think his name is Ralph Smart, where each individual is beginning to ex to get more within themselves. And they said COVID men um creating our vision in detail. So well, as you're creating a vision in detail, you begin to understanding how your body actually deals with things, how your body actually handles situations in the sense of how do you interact with your phone on a subconscious level? Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. what adverse do you see on your phone? That is an interaction between you and your phone. And the adverse that your phone is giving you, do you like them or do you hate them? That relationship, how do you, how do you work with that relationship? How do you deal with that relationship? On, on such a minute level, going so deep, because the deeper you go into that, those little things create a virus, and those viruses are just diseases that someone's gonna look into and observe and give a name, right? Because you're experiencing something that is not going right within you. And someone looks into it and like, with what I can see, it looks like this. You're like, what? That's what you can see. How can I deal with that? And then they'll give an example of how they've seen it and how they've dealt with it based on the experience, the experiments they've done. I think the best guy to look into is Carl Young, because for most of his works and most of the people that he healed most of the 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 sec the psychotherapy or the cycle the psychotherapies that he was using he had more that mainly worked on him does that make sense he had used them on mm -hmm. himself so he had actually gone through the experience he had become the experience and he, he knew how to 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 maneuver within it because if you really think about it we all are following thoughts and we all share the same thoughts so that means you're trying to learn a same thought pattern. So you need to know someone who's lived through that same pattern and followed their way of doing the same thing. So because that's the world we're now living in, in the same sense that when I say this, as I say this, I don't say this lightly, in the same that people say, um, you know, in the name of Jesus, in the name, in the way that we understand Jesus came with this understanding that we are as God on earth. And if you don't believe it within yourself, believe that I can do it for you. The same way, like when I came to you, Kia, for success coaching, you said, if you don't think you can do it in yourself, believe that I can help you do it, right? That's the word wow. we're living into, and that's what we're doing, <laughs> and that's where we're getting into. But it's all about having that willingness to, to work together rather than just um, more of a dictatorship, because that's how religion was, was perceived before. Because religion was perceived as just a dictatorship, a lot of people are moving out of it, which was spirituality is becoming the thing now, where you begin to understand how you can work with God and actually grow yourself with God rather than God just telling you what is and what isn't. But also what is, also isn't when you do a certain, or when you look at it from a certain point, from a certain point of view. So I feel like you might just go into a, to a point where, um, how are you? I think the, another best book as well is, I haven't read it, but I felt it. It's called um, Das Speak Zarathustra by uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, Nietzsche. Yeah, I haven't read it, but I felt it. Um, that one, I think he, he kind of, he saw this vision of the future where 
I think I went into church on Sunday. I think this is the last thing I can say. I went into church on Sunday and I was so surprised. Rather than having holy water, we had sanitizer instead. And for me, that was so counterintuitive. That was so counterproductive. <laughs> I, 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 did, I, did, I didn't get it. Do you know what I mean? And in this book, he speaks about the death of God. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, we're killing. It's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like it's Somebody like you're lost going the faith into church, <laughs> but, but then it comes into the understanding of faith and cultivating your faith and building up. You know, how much faith do you have in, 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 in holy water? You know, to say that this is water from God and it can help me from anything. You know, how much faith do you have within it? Do you know what I mean? And obviously that, that's, that's the world we've come into where you have to actually, you have to see it now. Like, so, so when Ralph Smart said COVID meant creating our, our vision in detail, it made so much sense. It was that map of meaning again. So now we're actually seeing clearly that all these people go to church, but they don't actually have the faith to actually believe that this is what happens when you're in church. Because that's it's what hard, signifies. It's hard, man. That, Building you know up I mean? faith. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's but what it you, is. You, your answer actually like um, teaches me more humbleness, and I I, I really appreciate it. Oh, you know, another thing I, I love that because being humble means you know it helps you realize your humanity and i realize mm-hmm. humanity is, is humans as in the, the animal self of ourself with consciousness we can only create unity in consciousness that then creates humanity which is our human form in unity and the more the process of creating unity helps us understand the process of god right so humanity is mm-hmm. then the understand that you know we're all god you know creating that entity mm-hmm becoming from different perspectives of organization because when god saw the waters he multiplied everything so he also multiplied his gaze so we got also all these different eyes well you guys know that i am not particularly religious um but um i definitely have very strong beliefs about the god within um, that is the so, only one there is. I realized something great to say. Um, when people say God, I think it is the word, it is the English term to describe what is undescribable, you know. Mm-hmm. So the God within, you can't describe it, but you're still giving the same name. But it's all about how the hours people understood it. And if we're talking about what's called um, observation, as in you know, creating something without to see without you know to see you know to see something that's already within you. That means you saw the good within and you put it out there so that you could see him as a sharing to say, guide, look, this God within me, this is a meaning that I'm creating is there for everyone to have. So it's there and obviously the skies, the skies cover everything, cover everyone. So it only makes sense to put it that way while understanding the meaning that oh, comes with it. Because the meaning is what allows you to act. That's right. So um, this has been really, really incredible. I guess it's the only way to really explain it. A lot of fun for, I'm sure, myself and Diana as well. And I know I just love to have you here, Taff, and to see you succeeding, to see you winning, to see you creating that beautiful life and that it continues to just get better and better and better. And that you embody the everything you talk about like it is these words are 
expressed through your actions and the evidence of that is seen in the way your life just continues to transform. So it's beautiful to have this time with you and to see you and hang out and be in your energy, even oh, virtually. It's <laughs> it's so it's, it's, yeah, we got to converge our, our separate realities today. So mm -hmm. it's just beautiful. And, um, and I just love you to pieces and thank you so much for being here. And um, I'm gonna put you in the green room. If you can wait, we'll have a proper goodbye, but I know we took longer. So if you have to run, I will totally understand and we'll catch up at another That's time. That's okay. All right, thank my darling. Would you like to say goodbye, Diana, before I put it? Yeah, in thank you so much. Uh, it was a great conversation. Yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> we will be in touch. Really I, I will ask you friendship in the uh, Akashic <laughs> Records. Okay. In, 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 in the <laughs> Akashic <laughs> Records. <laughs> in the Akashic Records, I love that. I love that. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, good to see you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> see you soon, thank sweetie. You. <laughs> it's so it's so like ridiculous that we got to this point like of losing faith and like now we actually like I mean we're already friends we're all friends like we are the same we're part of each other it's like oh my gosh absolutely what a beautiful moment um I just love that so much and isn't he incredible though <laughs> yeah he's incredible so thank you young. so much yeah so amazing yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, talking about age, like, we cannot actually, like, talk about age, no? It's like, again, that time that, like, also. oh, yeah, so the now, the now, and everything, yeah. this period. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is a beautiful experience. And I hope that um, anyone who got a chance to watch, I think we have people watching. Hi, thank you for tuning in. Um that they got something from that. It was deep. Like he went deep. So um, that's not for the faint hearted. That's for people who like are um, trying to be uh, going through their spiritual awakening or, or somewhere along that process. And they can sort of get those topics. It's not for like, I guess, the newly awakened. So I'm gonna have to put a disclaimer on this episode because I think it will fly over a lot of people's heads, but hopefully they will feel it with their hearts anyway. Yeah. So um, yeah. beautiful, beautiful information. And if and if you um, really vibe with that, it can actually help you transform your own life for better. So that's why we do it. That's why we why I show up every week with the new guest, with their topic, and we talk about whatever that is. And to just help people feel better and have happier experiences. And I'm so glad I got to do it with you this week, Diana. Yeah, thank you so much. I feel like what Taf was talking about, us being all these channels to share information and actually like create like that mm -hmm. healing within us and like mm -hmm. elevate our like everything together. <laughs> I was gonna say our consciousness, but our everything <laughs> together. <laughs> Uh, uh, that is like what I really appreciate. Thank you so much, Kia. Oh, it's a pleasure. It reminds me of this book that I read when I was um, in my twenties, uh, and um, it was called *The Science of the Mind* by Ernest Holmes. And it's such a wonderful book, and it talks about the one mind and how we're all thinking into it and how we're all creating collectively together. And it's just really interesting. It ties into a lot of the things that he was talking about, and it's just 
beautiful, 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 and actually talks a lot about religion too, um, and how it ties into the miracles that you know Jesus was creating and all of that stuff. Um, so you know, I I'm not super, I'm not actually not religious at all, but um, I I have my own um, understanding we'll just say, That's and I live scary. by that. And so, um, mm -hmm. and so I just spread love into the world because that's what I am here to do. And I love you, Diana. Thank you so much for being here and being a guest with me. I love you, Kia. Thank you so much. I'm being a guest host. Love you guys. So, uh, so with that, we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, if you loved Diana as a guest host, please let me know so I can make sure to invite her back again. Um, you should definitely check out her podcast, I Induce the Real Estate. It's a sustainable living podcast. She is also the CEO of Hub Kamal, right? And so not only is she beautiful and magical, she's a boss and she's really talented. So oh, we love having her here. And her podcast is amazing. I know I've listened to many, many, many of the episodes. So um, check that out as well. And um, you can also follow her on Instagram. Yeah, let me see. Where did I put that? It's right here. It's also I induce. I induce Just the real estate. click I induce. And what that means is we can only induce that state of truth within us. Like there's Ooh. nothing else. So let's just work on it. <laughs> Absolutely. And well, as for me, you know me by now. You can follow me on Instagram too, um, at Kiativity. It's like positivity and Kia fused together. And at Hot Topics, the podcast, and at the Female Veterans Podcast as well. If you or someone you know want to know what happens to women when they serve in the military, you should listen to that. Um, I share everything, the good and the bad. So it's the real deal. And um, if you want to find out more about my microblogs or my success tips and advice and just the fun stuff I'm doing personally, that's at Kiativity. And we will be back next Thursday with another amazing guest and another amazing guest co-host. And um, we will see you then. I love you guys. Stay positive, stay happy, and keep living your best life. And if you're not sure how, Tune into Hot Topics Live and we'll help you figure it out. Bye for now. <laughs>